little draw play again, and the Huskies got some running room. That's Armani Goodwin to the 35, to the 30. He's got one man to beat him, beat him. Down the sideline, touchdown, Huskies. Okay, Carruth up the middle, touchdown, Huskies. Armani Goodwin, he's got running room. Look he's up. on the secondary, he's to the 20. 10, 5, touchdown, Huskies, Armani Goodwin. Okay, Carruth throws down the middle of the field. He's got Amari Kelly, touchdown, Huskies. Pump fake, he's gonna go deep down the sideline. In the end zone, touchdown Huskies. Sean Jackson, he's in the open field. He can break it, he's to the 30. 20, 10, Thunder has rumbled. Touchdown Huskies. Welcome to Must Talk, the Husky Fast Podcast. We got a very special guest today, Coach Garrett, Coach Jake Garrett. Welcome to the podcast, Coach. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited to be on here. Long overdue, Coach Johnson. Yeah, we had a little hiatus in the season two. I think it's season two, episode two. Season two, episode two. Uh, long overdue podcast and long overdue guest. Uh, Coach Garrett, uh, tell us about yourself, Coach, specifically your trustful roots. Yeah, uh, my trustful roots run deep. Uh, I grew up here. I uh, went to high school here, graduated in 2005, um, went to Alabama, came back, and I've uh, been coaching here. Uh, this is my 10th year uh, actually employed by Trussell City Schools, but uh, I did about two years of volunteer middle school coaching uh, before that. So I've been here pretty much my whole life and uh, really excited to continue to be here. Big time. Well, since our last podcast, we've uh, had a lot going on, Not, no question about it. Um, we've had two players announce their commitment or three players announced their commitments to uh, big time schools. Uh, one of those being um, Connor Knight. He uh, committed to the University of South Florida. Uh, the next one, Ricky Gibson, uh, committed to Tennessee. And then Hunter Osborne committed to Coach Garrett's alma mater, the University <laughs> of Alabama. Um, so that's big time for our program. I think if these commitments hold we will be at over half of the sec maybe <laughs> yeah it's a lot crazy it's a lot crazy so rick will be the first one at tennessee so that, that'll be a new one to cheer for for yeah, us that's nuts man <laughs> i don't know if, yeah, I don't know if i can do that one <laughs> oh man so big time uh, and and it, and it'll continue um our our junior class is pretty special. Our uh, sophomore class is pretty special. Our freshman class might be very special. So um, the train is not stopping in the, in the recruiting area for the huge trustful Huskies. That's so big time, man. I mean, that's so different than when I was here. I mean, we had like one guy from my, uh, my graduating class that played Division One football. I mean, they're, they're at least they got a scholarship. I had a couple guys walk on places, but, you know, it was – it's a different world than it was, you know, almost 20 years ago. So, it's not normal. It's not normal. I mean, what you're seeing right now in Trustville is not normal. Well, yeah, and I hope our fans and more specifically our players don't take it for granted. Um, you know, you drive down the road and there's schools 15, 20 minutes from here that won't have an SEC guy over a 20-year span. And we're just year after year. It's crazy. So it's, there's a lot of hands that go into it, but you can look no further than our leader, Coach Floyd, has just done a great job with our program over his nine, ten years here. Yeah, without uh, doubt. 
Well, we are about 30%, 33%, one-third into the season, uh, sitting at 3-1. and one. Record had a great um, trip to Phoenix City other than the result, um, I thought. You know, our guys fought hard, and uh, we came out better because of it after that game, and we've won three straight. So that's where we sit in the season-wise. But uh, let's get to know Coach Garrett a little bit. All right, we always have the players on, Coach Johnson, a little 7 p.m. in Husky Stadium action. I got seven questions <laughs> All right. for Coach Garrett. Number one, best place to eat and trust that's tough, man. Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, – oh, where was it? We just talked about something the other night. I, I like a lot of places in Trustful. I'm going to go with uh, Mexicali Blues. That's where me and my wife are going tonight probably. Big time. My wife loves Mexicali Blues too. What did your high school buddies here at Trustful alums – what did they call you? What was your nickname? Man, uh, we had a lot of nicknames. Um, I think everybody had a lot of nicknames back then. Uh, the one that kind of stuck for the longest was in high school was was Diesel, <laughs> and I got a I got a story, man. There's a story with it. It's it's they say you can never give yourself a nickname, and I kind of halfway did give myself this one. So this is back in the days of MySpace, right? So you've got yes. back in those days, you know, for our younger listeners, it was even before Facebook, and it was, you know, you could like set your names to whatever it was, and you could you know, do whatever you wanted to do and put your picture on there and your song, whatever. Well, I had a buddy that we kind of all just, you know, we he, his name, he tried to call himself Primetime. And so he had a picture of him doing something on a you know, on his thing and had his top friends on there and all that and has Primetime was his name on there. So I said, all right, well, I, I'll mess with him. So I put my name as Diesel, just messing with him and, and stuck that on there and put him as my top friend, you know, just to kind of mess with him. And then I think it was some of my brother's friends, like, saw that and I guess thought that that's what people called me. So they started calling me that, and it kind of stuck for for a while. It stuck. All right. <laughs> Coach Diesel Garrett. <laughs> Never heard that story. That was new. That was new. Coach Garrett, who is your favorite non-football coach of all time? So – Another sport coach yeah. that you admire. Um, that's a good one. Um, I think for me, there's two that stick out uh, pretty immediately. Um, that's going to be uh, basketball coaches, but Mike Tchaikovsky. I really like what he's been able to do. Big Coach K fan. Um, love Coach K. And but then I think probably my favorite non-football coach has got to be Coach Wooden from UCLA. Okay. I mean, that dude knew how to win, did it consistently, um, did it the right way. I mean, for years. So two great answers. Man, Coach K, you get down with Duke? Come on. I, I mean, I like Coach K, man. I just have always have. Since we're telling side stories on these questions, I read Jay Billis's book called Toughness. He said when he played for Team USA and Coach K was the coach, their first – like they had Team USA training camp for the Olympics, and the first thing they did was go to uh, one of the – war cemeteries in washington dc like they're having camp in like florida coach k gets them on a plane takes them to dc and tells the team look out at these people who have fought for our freedoms that's who you're playing for and then they went back to practice man <laughs> that's wild. 
So pretty cool. You got to remember Coach K's background, though. Oh, in yeah. The Army and West Point. Oh, yeah. West Point guy. Bobby Knight. All right. So 2022 version of the Huskies. You are stuck in a dark alley. What player on this team this year would you want in there with you in that alley? Man, there's a lot of ways I can go with this question. Um, I think a lot of the popular answer on that was probably going to be like Hunter Osborne, Braylon Chapman. I might say Hunter Jones. He's a wrestler. That dude knows how to fight. 15 tackles last night. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be a good one. I'm going to tell you somebody who's not a bad answer on this, and that's uh, Xavier Austin. Yes, coach. Or, or Hobbs, man. Those guys. <laughs> I definitely would have went with Hobbs. This, if I'm answering the <laughs> I question, might, I might I'm go with Hobbs. one of the guys from one of y'all's position groups, like Xavier or Hobbs. Those, those guys. There we go. All right, favorite team to play in our region? <laughs> well, we got them this week, the Hoover Bucks. I like playing those guys. It's a popular answer always on the podcast, Hoover Bucks. If you weren't a teacher or a coach, what would you be? I, I couldn't answer this question. That's a tough <laughs> one, man. I, there's, I don't think there's really anything I've ever wanted to do other than this. Um, I mean – I don't know. My dad's in politics. Maybe I'd be a politician. I like watching cooking shows. Maybe I try to be a chef. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't answer that. If somebody asked me that, this is all I've ever wanted. All right, last question here. What player from the last nine or ten years, basically your coaching career, trustful, would you want to place on this year's team? Ooh, that's a great question. And again, you can go a lot of different ways with that. Um, I think we've got a really solid team this year, so I don't want to answer this question and make somebody feel like, you know, oh, we're <laughs> no, I agree deficient in one area. We've got a great group. So I, I think I, I'm going to go with Pierce Quick because there's five spots on that offensive line that I feel like he could fill in somewhere on there and be be a good contributor for us. O-line, D-line, most important spots on the field. Got to win it in the trenches. I like it. Do I get to break these down? <laughs> yes, absolutely. That was You're up. First thing I'm going to start with, he says 7 p.m. in Husky Stadium. I want to go back. We're going to say 7 p.m. in Jack Wood Stadium. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> okay. what's, what's your greatest memory? Again, I'm a, you know, yeah. we, we talk time to time just about the history of high school football yeah. in Alabama. What is your greatest memory playing in Jack Wood Stadium? Uh, greatest memory playing in Jack Wood. We were playing a homecoming game. It was my senior year. Um, and we were playing against Shays Valley. And they were, you know, they were a lot better then. Uh, than they are now um, I think they've kind of that, that's when they had it kind of rolling a little bit they were kind of on the tail end of their their big successes but we uh, we were tied with them uh, last play of the game and we threw uh, we had to throw a Hail Mary from about 50 yards maybe 55 yards and uh, just we were able to connect with that pass uh, Jeremiah Millington to Adam Bobo and the rest was history. The Huskies won, uh, won the football game. I reached out to, to Jeremiah. Asked him a few things about you. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Luckily, I did it in July. <laughs> I forgot some of it. But as far as playing for Jack Wood, tell us some of your greatest memories playing for him. So, playing for Coach Wood, you know, he actually retired um, right before my sophomore year. So, we went through spring practice with him as the head coach. Um, uh, coach Wood – I remember, man, it was fun, man. It was, it was, it was a different world. It was a culture shock when Coach Riddle came in because he and Coach Wood were kind of polar opposites. But um, there was a lot. Of, it was a high energy practices that spring. Um, a lot of, a lot of contact. A lot of just old school 
football. I mean, it was good. Pretty I cool got, stuff. Go I ahead. got a lot of – I guess I, I need to dwindle it in. Though. <laughs> I got to dwindle it. I'm going to let you go, Coach. Hey, we, got, go. we got plenty of time. I'm we intrigued by what Coach Johnson is going to say. Oh, we can get to all of it. Um, coach, you're the only coach on our current staff that was here before Coach Floyd took over. Um, discuss what – I guess how the program essentially has grown under his leadership. And we just kind of hit on it yeah, with all the, mean, S, all the SEC big Yeah, time. I mean, I think that, – yeah, that's, that's good. I mean, I think, uh, you know, Coach Riddle did a lot of things well here. Um, he was a great, great guy to play for. Um, he really cared about his guys. He, you know, he – there's a lot of similarities between him and Coach Floyd. Uh, both, both of them are very strong Christian men that really try to do a, a really good job of, of uh, leading, uh, leading guys to, to Christ and, 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 and putting that example forth. Um, and you know, I I love Coach Riddle. I love playing for him. Um, I think it's just, it's just different. It's almost like you know, Coach Riddle is the same age as my dad. They graduated high school together, so it's almost like you bring Coach Floyd in, and it's it's just a different kind of atmosphere. Just a little bit of uh, youth and and things like that. Maybe that kind of shifts some stuff. Just I mean, anytime there's a coaching change, there's usually excitement in a program. Yeah, for sure. And so I think. Um, you know, like, like I said, like, and I think you said it, the uh, the simple fact that, you know, we're playing in, you know, these these big-time games. We're playing in this 7A region and um, brand new – or, you know, brand new stadium when Coach Foley came in. And, you know, I think it's just kind of was just a perfect storm of time um, where we were kind of ready uh, to kind of take that next step. And, you know, Coach Floyd was able to kind of help us get in that direction. So, yeah, we've been joking the last couple of weeks about playing in top ten matchups. Week zero, Phoenix City and the Huskies top ten matchup. Yep. Week two, Phoenix or Trustful and Oak Mountain top ten matchup. Week three, Trustful Tuscaloosa County top ten matchup. Next Friday night, we're playing Hoover top five yeah, matchup. Top five maybe matchup that so. Uh, it's it's week in and week out now. It's consistent so. I bet it's been pretty cool for you to see the the growth. It really has, man. I mean, you know, we went for a long time without ever being really in uh, positions to kind of play in some of these big-type games. I mean, you'd have to get, you know, third or fourth round of the playoffs to get some of the games that we get on a region basis, you know. Yeah. And we play these teams a couple times a year. <laughs> so that's a fact. All right. Do we want to go the baby route yet? Not yet. Let's stay in the football realm <laughs> a little bit. Um, you play with some really good players. I want you to name your top five favorite Huskies of all time. Of I mean, all time. Of all time. Any era. Okay. Any time period. I'm going to tell you the one I think is number one just because I get my own vote, and I'm going to go ahead and say it. You're going to say it's Brandon Cox. It's got to be Brandon Cox. He graduated in 02. Yeah. You know, I was at the award ceremony there in Montgomery when he received his award. But your top five, you're a trustful guy, born bred. Yeah. I mean, there, you know, there's so many names, and I don't, I don't want to leave anybody out. So, you know, I think – Oh, you got to leave them out. I might have to leave a lot of people <laughs> out. If I'm going top five – um, as a as a as a I'll, I'll do eras. How about that? No, so as, no, as, no, 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 no. Listen, I'm, I got I got a process here. <laughs> so so as a kid growing up, before I was in the varsity program, I'm gonna also say Brandon Cox. 
So he was my, my favorite from then. Because I was a freshman when he was a senior. I saw him hit uh, hit Lee Guess on a touchdown pass to beat Clay Chalkville. Um, you know, uh, as a freshman, it was right there on the edge of the track at Jackwood Stadium. That was a great memory. So I'd say I'd say Brandon's a good one. Um, as a player, um, I always love. I mean, I love Jeremiah, but I always love blocking for uh, Joel Nix. Um, he was one of our, our honorary captain for our first home game. Um, but Joel, man, he ran hard. Man, it was fun to, fun to block for that cat. Um, I've got to say, uh, Nick Garrett, my younger brother, he's going to have to be. <laughs> I love that. One yeah. of my top five favorite Huskies of all time. And Coach Haraway actually ended his uh, football career. Uh, Bob Jones. I don't know don't talk about that. <laughs> I'm a Husky. Um, you know, I think – and then I, I'd probably say Bailey and Elliot McElwain. I'm closer to those <laughs> One guys family than, makes the top one. five in the Hewitt <laughs> Trust history. You got to make sure we – at them when this is posted. <laughs> yeah. But, again, go. that's not to say anything. I mean, you know, I've I've been here coaching for 10 years, so I've coached a lot of guys that come through this program. So, I mean, it's – I mean, we, we talk about the trajectory of the program and where it's, where, where it's been headed. But, I mean, you always want to honor the past and those guys that have – that laid on the line for the Huskies. Yeah. There at Jackwood. Um, of course, you know where I play it and how we feel about our traditions. But – Traditions are big, and I think Trustful likes that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and on that note, you know, our staff and coach, you've been involved probably more so than the most. Is this year, this season, we've been honoring some former Huskies at home games um, and present and future. Um, I think it's one of the coolest things we've ever done since I've been here, but I won't steal your thunder <laughs> talk about that no, I mean, give fans an insight to kind yeah, of what's so going on we, we've been we've been really big on legacy i mean we we put together the pillars of our program coach floyd um kind of asked for input from from coaches on some of that and um you know what we're building towards is legacy um i think we're uh, we're trying to get to where we're leaving that legacy and um i i just kind of was talking with coach boyette in the off season and just kind of thinking that, you know, one of the best ways I think to show our guys what legacy is, is to show them, hey, here's some guys that, you know, wore the jersey before you wore it. And, you know, there's youth league guys that are going to wear the jersey after you're gone. So we've done a lot with trying to get those uh, youth league guys, like got, get our guys to go to the youth league practices and kind of adopt a team and things like that. And um, But we've been bringing back some some guys that played in the past um, just, as, just as captains to walk out um, with the team or with to walk out with our captains on Friday nights for the coin toss. They come in with the team. They're part of our pregame meetings. And it's, it's just – I hope it's a cool experience for those guys. Um, but I know it's been really cool for me to see them. For I, I think it's been good for our guys to see them too. Yeah, I don't even know these guys from Adam because I'm not from this area. But, I mean, it's just so cool to me to see – I know as a adult how busy yeah. people are, and for them to come, I mean, the guy last week, Andrew Shannon, right, mm -hmm. came from Atlanta, and spent his Friday night at Hewitt Trussell Stadium, and uh, just letting our players see that people that came before them are still invested, and uh, maybe they can be that way one day. And I was laughing because we we're beating Oak. 41 to 7 at halftime and he told Andrew you need to be our captain every week <laughs> so uh, 
no nah, it's been cool to see and uh i'm looking forward to next friday night seeing what's in, who we got coming for that one <laughs> we can drop it on the pod if yeah want come to. on what you, what you, uh this friday night will be randall chipper lartigue coming back <laughs> okay oh chip chip was yeah, here chip. My, my first season chip. as a husky yeah chip, chip's a he's a he's a he's a trustful guy through and through so that's, he's gonna be a good one he's a guy uh, also coached did a yeah, little he coached volunteer coaching for us too well, actually, I think it was this group. I think, it was. I think yeah. it was. I think it was. I think with a name like Chipper, you got to, like, give a pregame speech. The boys fire <laughs> I would <him>. doubt that. <laughs> hey, that's, not, that's not his M.O.? <laughs> not, not, well, now, if you, you, if you tell Chipper he needs to give a pregame speech, he'll give one. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we might not want to put that one out there on the table. <laughs> well, we're looking forward to that, especially Friday night. Uh, let's talk the big time stuff, Coach Johnson. Coach Garrett serves on the Alabama Football Coaches Association State Board. Discuss your role. How did you come about being on it? And uh, you know, what was the your first meeting this summer experience like? Yeah, man, it's been really cool um, to kind of see uh, how all that's gone down. Um, you know, I, I kind of in the off season, I, I would. I, I've been in contact with Coach Wood just over the past few off seasons, just trying to, you know, just keep in touch with him and advance the game. Yeah, yeah. anything I can do to help him, anything you do to help me out, just as we do stuff. And he, you know, he still loves trustful. He's a trustful guy. And so he, through talking to him, he kind of, um, you know, I guess he presented it to me that, you know, I guess this was the time that they do a rotation of assistant coaches, and so our our district's time was was up for an assistant. And so he kind of put it to me that he was going to talk to um, some of the other coaches on the board. And I know uh, Coach Busby and Coach Curtis, were. he talked to them, and they were kind of instrumental in kind of helping this uh, to come about. So uh, my term officially started uh, in January, uh, but we didn't really have any – I was in, in contact with Coach Floyd throughout the that last little bit of time, but we had a meeting, uh, I guess, during uh, All-Star Week. Uh, in July, and so that was uh, that was the first time I was ever in the room with with everybody together. And it man, it was a uh, big dogs. It was big dogs. <laughs> so go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I was gonna say Coach Johnson was giving me a hard time. He said you in the room right now. You know, of course, Coach Wood and my high school head coach, Coach Jamie Riggs, they kind of got this started. And they Coach Gear talked about advancing the game. And really what they wanted to do is just – you had the big association throughout the state, but they really wanted to focus on football and where football was going at that time period and kind of get get really ahead because a lot of – from basketball and baseball, the state kind of has started organization in the last past few years. But you think this organization was back 06, 07, right. 07 time period. And as they kind of got going, they, they got guys from all different parts of the state, from down south and up north all the way to Huntsville. I think uh, is it Adcock that's at Decatur. Yeah, he's he's involved, on the board. The uh, White Brothers. Uh, the White Brothers. You have Teddy, Terry Curtis who's there at UMS Wright. But we, we have a tendency to call them the old heads in the coaching world. They've been around for a while, coached 30-plus years, still winning games. But those guys, they put in a lot of work really to help make sure the kids that are getting to play football here in the future in the state of Alabama have an opportunity to do it at a very high level. Yeah, and they they really are. That's 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 the thing I've drawn the most is that the main focus is like, how can we make sure that the game that we coach stays the best game in the world? And 
present this to the kids in a way that is going to help them uh, grow as men, grow as leaders, and stay, and also have fun playing the game. I mean, yeah, I love that because there's so much bad publicity against football, especially at the youth level, um, and so getting very successful people, very great men in a, in a room together and discussing how we can get more people involved in football and keep it great. Uh, that's that's high-quality stuff right there. Now, kind of Coach Johnson was talking about old heads, but, you know, in the coaching profession and especially more so in the social media age, you see other coaches from around the state on social media and you get this opinion about them and whether good or bad who did you go into those meetings this summer and come out of them with a newfound respect for like was there a coach where you said wow that, that guy's not who i thought he was or wow that guy's impressive it's just yeah, I mean, I think there's, you know, there, a lot of those guys. I mean, because some of these guys, I mean, as an assistant, I mean, I don't really, I hadn't really had a ton of interaction with the, with, the, other than surface level, you know, yeah. just how you doing, coach, with, you know, with some of the, uh, with some of the head coaches through, especially throughout the state. Um, so I think, yeah, it was really good to kind of sit down and kind of get to know some of the head coaches that I just have known the names, you know, Jerry yeah. Adcock, Terry Curtis, and just kind of get to sit down with them and kind of just break bread and shoot the breeze. And, you know, so I, I think for me it was more of like a, you know, I, I respect all these guys because I've been hearing their names, you know, for a lot of these guys for my whole time I've been involved with football. And so to kind of get to see them on a more personal level was, was, was pretty cool. Big time. Well, let's get down to the nitty-gritty here. <laughs> Coach Garrett, you have a baby on the way. Yes, I do. Are you fired up? When's it due? Do you think you're going to sleep at night? <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, for, well, first of all, to answer your question, yes, I'm very fired up. Um, my wife and I tried for three years um, before we uh, got pregnant. That it was, was kind good. of a last last kind of ditch effort right here before we were going to take some more steps and things like that. And so um, it, it, it's just a blessing from the Lord, um, honestly. I mean, we didn't. We didn't ever. We got to the point where we didn't ever really think this was going to happen this way. So, um, he's due uh, November the fifteenth, um, right in the middle of a state championship run, baby. <laughs> Let's go. So uh, yeah. So for we're, we're I'm hoping so we're still playing football. So the answer to my question, no, you won't sleep. No, I will not be getting any sleep probably. So, but no, we're 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 I'm fired up about it, man. It's just it's crazy. It's almost still surreal sometimes. Like yeah. we'll just sit there at the house, like keep my I can't believe it. Yeah, y'all been married how long? Five years. So you've been five years living one lifestyle, and now mm -hmm. it's going to be completely different. <laughs> Coach Johnson, you're a father of three. Do you have any advice? <laughs> <laughs> father of three. Oh, man. <laughs> Always do extra. That's that's my best advice for you. Okay. Uh, the, the best advice is always do extra. Always do come, extra. Home, come home from football practice, grab the kid. Yep. I almost say is like I carry around my daughter that I always used to tell them high and tight. <laughs> Make sure you got the head grabbed at the top there. You can kind of feed it and kind of use the other yeah. arm to do. But, you know, I think you'll be fine. You know, no major issues there. What are you most excited about, though? Man, really just all of it, man. Because it's, it's, it, 
dealing with infertility for three years was tough. I mean, you know, you didn't know what was going on. So it's kind of like, and you see people that you really care about and you're really happy for that, you know, have babies and you're just like, man, that's, I'm so fired up for you. But so I'm just excited to be a dad, man. Like I just, I want to, I mean, that, that's what, why are we in coaching to pour in the kids? Right. Yeah. And so like that to me is this, the big, a big part of it is I want to be a dad. I want to help raise a man. Okay. You know? There's no better feeling than when you walk in the door and you hear the voice. Of course, once they start talking, obviously, but <laughs> <laughs> you hear the voice say, Daddy, yeah. our daddy's home. Yeah. That's, that's a really good feeling. That's a, it's an amazing story of faith, faithfulness. You know, I, I think that's an underrated characteristic in our society is faith. Just, you okay. know, trusting something bigger than you and ironically it's the foundation of our program yeah and so you know we've gotten to know coach garrett plenty here but just transitioning into our season so far um i feel like our team is pretty special in an aspect of faith you know last night after the game they were dancing and hanging out in the locker room and like every single player on the team was involved there wasn't like one or two guys who said this is dumb like right. I, I don't like any of these like all 100 of them are close together they believe in each other and it's I, I think it's been a special four or five weeks so far it's been really good I've enjoyed I always tell people they always ask me I said, I said this group of course we start a lot of juniors we talked about that in the last podcast I think their growth has been tremendous over yes. these last four, four to five weeks and I think they've got a lot more to go. I mean, of course, you get to play 10 games. About week eight, you can know you have a tendency, all right, you ain't a junior no more. You've right, played eight right. games. So I, I think you're going to see them hopefully. I won't say hopefully. I, I think you will see them put it together here and hopefully put make Trustful proud. I agree. And I think one thing that I, I may have been saying to you last night or it was either you or Coach Floyd that the, these guys, just they seem to like each other. They just want to be around each other. I mean, it's not like – having to force that like these guys are they're a team and that's that's great to see i mean that's the most successful teams that i've been a part of have been guys that genuinely cared about each other and wanted to see their teammates do well yeah and and going back to the faith thing like we have played a ton of kids this year a ton and i can't speak for the offense because i'm not i don't know but defensively in my Going on my fourth season, I'm on my fourth season now, but we've never played as many kids as we have this year. You know, usually you play five D linemen, you rotate four to five D linemen. Linebacker, you have two to three um, that play, or inside linebacker, two to three, outside, two maybe. And then in the back end, like, it's always thin because, you know, you don't trust too many people to guard <laughs> region three receivers, right? right? right. Like, so really, it's just the four guys that just take all the snaps. Well, Last night, defensively, we played nine guys on the defensive line. We played five guys at inside backer, three at outside backer, and I think seven in the secondary. That's wild. So the point being here, like when we rotate guys, the guys that are coming out are not disgruntled they're not miffed they believe right in the guy who just ran in for them and have confidence in that guy to go make a play so i've, I've been very pleased 
with where we're at so well, far. Well, I mean, that, that's where you get, like, the, the – I know that we as offensive coaches, we trust the defensive coaches. And I know yeah. that our players trust us, and I know that our players trust each other, and I know that we trust our players. So yeah. it's like, you know, that, that's the recipe right there, right? Yeah. I mean, we had back-to-back weeks. One week, I want to think Gaston City, we had 12 got receivers, catch yeah. passes. Yeah, and, I, there, and, there you go. That's what I was looking for. I can't the, speak for the, the offense. The I knew next, there was something there. The next week against Oak Mountain, we had 11 receivers that caught passes. I mean, we've had and I mean, and, and going into last night, I mean, we had – I don't know the numbers from last night, but as far as, like, the actual what it is now, but we were in a position where we could have, after last night, had five or six guys that had over ten catches already. Yeah, and, and I mean, Coach Floyd, and now that you're – on the topic he talked to the team about this today like it's all it's not just one guy like it's not Armani Goodwin being the guy you know like it's Phoenix City Jacob Serena had two touchdowns Gaston City I don't know you don't tell me but Oak Mountain (laughs) Brett Mosley had a 70-yard touchdown Peyton had six touchdowns last night Jaden Loving had a 70-yard touchdown KD had two touchdowns 120 yards you know like Jackson Melton got in the end zone a couple times Jackson Melton got it so it's not yeah. It's been good to watch their growth. I, I, like I said earlier, I I think they're they're we got to get to where we're playing our best football in October, and I think I think Trussell's gonna like what they see. For sure, we, the trend is upward. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Well, hopefully our fans got to know Coach Garrett a little bit if they did not already, and uh, got to get a little insight on where we're at this season. You fellas got anything else for them? I got one last thing. And again, <laughs> I'm a traditionalist. You got to talk about mush for us. Again, we have our how we've kind of brought it. You yeah. may want to talk about how we brought it back and talk about what it meant to the people who in Trustville when it yeah. started. Yeah, so uh, mush actually was a little bit after my time in high school, um, but it was a it was a big thing. It was kind of a a rallying cry. I mean, we're the Huskies, right? And mush means go. Um, that's what if you go back to Alaska and all that stuff. The, dog sleds and things like that um but you know mush kind of came about from my understanding of it at least is it came about as like that was kind of part of the the off-season program was like i know mushers in training they were just trying to get everybody bought in and we were trying to to build something uh, even back then and then uh when coach floyd came we kind of transitioned to to husky fast and kind of changed gears a little bit but you know, we've been talking about legacy and we talked started talking about mush and we really kind of kind of liked it i mean it's kind of a cool thing we had a bunch of stuff that was mush and, and all that so now uh mush we've it means men unified strengthening hewitt trustful um, that's what it stands for because we're trying to help our guys build a legacy and and then do all those things and um but back to the five minute conversation we just had men unified yes. you know it's pretty yes. special Yes, no doubt. And so that's uh, we brought back mush, and that's what we – that's the goal of it now is it's got like a, a an acronym to it, a purpose to it that kind of connects our guys to uh, what we're trying to do. It's one of my favorite things about the program. I think it meshes well with the Husky Fast and the mush, bringing the old and the new kind of together. Yeah, Cause I again, agree with it. As Trustful continues to grow, you're going to get a lot of people that are not from here that won't know the tradition. Like when I walked in, I mean, the, one of the best things I heard was like, oh, man, that's cool. I like yeah. that. Well, I mean, yeah, and I think that's 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 really part of it is, is trustful is growing. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that didn't grow up here. There's a lot of people that do grow up here. And I think 
there's a lot of people. I think Trustville probably has a higher concentration of people that leave and then come back than a lot of places that I've seen. Um, and and I, I think that makes it special. Um, so I think, you know, for us to be able to kind of bridge that gap and, and, and connect the old school, the new school, and all this into one kind of thing where this is, this is trustful, this is Hewitt, this is what we are. I mean, I think that's, that's huge. Amen to that. Well, that was a fun 40 minutes right there, <laughs> fellas. To all the fans, come out this Friday. The Hoover Bucks are coming to town, and we are looking forward to it. And no promises on when the next podcast is. I need a producer, Coach Johnson. Shameless plug right there. So we can do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Go Huskies, and see you next time.